changers. We're here this. We're here today. I always say this morning too. Um, we're here today. We're so excited to be. We're with glad you that you made a decision to join us live. If you're listening to us live, and then if you're catching us on a pod uh, podcast later on, we are so glad that you stumbled upon us. And I just pray that the Lord bless you with whatever is brought forth. Uh, today that the Lord will use it to either uh, water a seed that's already planted or maybe it's going to be a new seed planted, whatever it is. I just pray that it spring up life in you today. I'm so excited. I have one of my favorite sidekicks, (laughs) Ashton. Yeah. Sorry, Dad. (laughs) I'm a favorite, so I'm just kidding. (laughs) I have no favorites. I love everybody differently, uniquely, because they all are unique. But um, Ashton is our youngest, if you don't know that. And I'm, it's an honor to serve with her and, uh, and be under her. She serves um, as a worship director at our church. And so it's kind of even an honor to be able to sit back and sit underneath and watch her flourish and what God's called her to do. So um, today we were just kind of going through, what are we going to be talking about? And, and Mike asked, hey, when you're coming in, what's, what's your topic? So this is fresh right out of the box. What is in your box? And um, if you don't know the story, it's in Matthew. There's accounts of it in both, or I'm sorry, all three, Matthew, Mark, and Luke. And it's the woman with the alabaster box. And uh, the Lord gave me a message many, many years ago um, about this. And the Lord's been bringing it back to my attention because I think as you go through seasons that God speaks a word to you and then you get going and you're like, oh yeah, that's good, Lord. You kind of start moving in that. Um, sometimes you find yourself back in the same space. And so I feel like the Lord's really been dealing with me personally about what am I holding in my box that's so precious. Here's the thing that that box represented for her. It was precious. First of all, the alabaster box was, it was not a, uh, I guess it's a stone used on everything. So it was it was a it was a big deal. It was it was precious. It was a precious stone. And then what was inside of it was an expensive perfume or oil. And um it, in the Bible there and there's accounts that that was worth a year's wages. And often that was what someone brought when they got married, a woman, they would break that before their family maybe saved up for that precious oil. And it was something that was broken at, at their at their wedding ceremony. So it's stuff that's precious. You just didn't give it to anybody. You know, it's not like you, you, you saved it up for the it right like a dollar. Yeah. Like, here's like a piece of gum. Right. It was something precious and you just didn't give it to everybody. And that alone will preach. There's parts of us that we shouldn't be giving to everybody. We need to hold that precious for that for that right time but um so she comes before the lord and she breaks it and the lord kind of began to deal with me that there's been things in my life that i put that i have put and made precious and i put in this box and i withheld it from the lord and um you know we could that can be coming lots of different ways that could be uh, your family that could be your career you know when my career gets at this point, then maybe I'll serve in this area. Or, you know, when I get to this place in my health journey, then I'll be able to do this. Or um, when my kids get to this point, maybe then I'll be able to do this. So, you know, I want you to take a moment and just think, what is it that you're holding on to that you're thinking this is precious and I'm not really willing to break it before the Lord? What is that for you today? 
You know, I keep, I don't know why, <laughs> if you guys have seen Lord of the Rings, I keep thinking of Gollum, and he has, like, this, like, ring, and he's like, my precious, and he's, like, super creepy with it. I keep thinking, <laughs> I don't know why, that keeps getting, like, the envisionment in my head, but so often I think we do that in areas of our life. Like, we're like, no, 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 this is mine. Like, I'm going to be either stingy with this, I'm going to be selfish with this, I'm going to even just hide this from people, and maybe it's even a calling that, you know, the Lord has called you to do something, and instead of, you know, walking in that, you've just hidden it. And you just, you know, kept it to yourself and say, nope, 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 this is just something I, I like, something I love to do, something I have that I, I need to keep to myself. Um, but when reality is like sometimes what's in our box is something that the Lord's called us to or, you know, I think this can be so applicable in different in different ways. Um, a lot of times, you know, we plan our journeys and we plan our ways that here's where I want to go. Here's what I want to do. And here, 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 this is what I have, and this is what I dream, and there's nothing wrong with dreaming, there's nothing wrong with having, you know, a plan even, um, but I think what, you know, what's in our box, and what we need to do, like, here's our box, and here's all my plans, and all my dreams, and all my hopes, and ambitions, and all of these great things, um, but when is the last time we took those, and laid them before the Lord, and asked Him, Lord, here's my plans and dreams, now what's yours? Yeah, that's you know, what's good. yours for my life and what's yours for, you know, the season that I'm in and what's yours for my family and what's yours for, you know, my career path. We have to be people, you know, as believers, we have to be people that are constantly laying ourselves before the Lord and saying, okay, you know, Lord, I'll give you my cares. I'll give you my desires, my dreams. Now you, you take them and show me what you have for me. And I'm going to walk in obedience and I'm going to walk in, you know, just constantly laying my box open you know, before you. Um, and I think when we do that, it transforms our lives because we hear from the Lord and we know that one word from the Lord changes things. And we know that one word from Jesus and one word from the Lord, um, you know, breathes stars <laughs> into existence. And like, that's, that's the God that we serve. And so if we just allow one word from the Lord in our life and we just give him access to just hear what he has to say and to hear his dreams and his heart towards us, um, I think our lives would be less bitter. I think we'd have, you know, more of a joyful life. Um, we, and we've been talking about this and it's something that's just been rattling me lately. So I just love that she, when she came up with this topic, um, I think it was just super, um, you know, relevant to even what I'm walking through. Um, but so often we chase fruits. And what I mean by that is, you know, what, what does the Bible say? It says the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. So it's all of these things. Um, we chase after those things sometimes, you know, struggling with anxiety, I need some peace. Struggling with some depression, I need some joy. You know, struggling with just this fast paced, hurry life. I need some patience, whatever the case may be. Sometimes we look for the fruits of things, but we don't look for the spirit that produces it. So we see, you know, this person just has so much joy and you know, that's what I need in my life. Um, so we try to just chase after what, what can give me joy? You know, maybe it's this job that can give me joy. Maybe it's this church that can give me joy. Maybe it's this friendship, this relationship, um, this even TV show, who knows? Like these things that can give us joy and none of those things are bad when you put them in, you know, in their place. But 
we seek those things and we seek out those things rather than seeking out the Holy Spirit and seeking out Jesus in the seasons that we're in. And the Holy Spirit is what? The one that produces those things. It's the fruit of the Spirit that produces genuine joy and genuine peace and genuine pa- uh, patience and genuine uh, all of those things, self, self-control, all of those things that we seek. You know, we seek the Holy Spirit and we'll find those things. What's amazing to the, about that is that, you know, we often feel like God's so far off, but he is an up close. And that was another topic title that when Mike asked me, he's an up close and personal God. And he's a God that when you come before him to break it in front of him, he doesn't just stay. You take that step one step forward. And I just believe he's a God that when we take one step, he takes two to us. That it's the word of God says that when we draw near to him, he draws near to us. But I've got to believe that his drawing near is like a bigger step than mine. Mm. Like we just make this little inch forward. He's like, I seen it. I'm coming towards you. I'm going to be there. I'm going to be with you. I want to I want to fellowship with you. I want to guide you. I want to love on you. I want to give you hope. I want to give you joy. I want to give you peace. I want to give you blessing. I want I want your soul to prosper more than even in, in, from a financial realm. You know, we talk about the scripture um uh, this is the day the Lord has made. I'll rejoice and be glad in it. Save us and send us prosperity. But so many people equate prosperity to a financial s- a standpoint. But true prosperity is that your soul is prospering. No matter what's going externally, your soul is prospering. That God is just filling you and you're, you have his peace and, and, you're, and you're feeling that you know, you're operating in the fruits of the spirit because you're seeking the giver of it right? You're not just, you're not just seeking the fruit, but you're going to the source. But you know, I feel like as we draw to him, he draws us. I think he just draws a little closer. You know, he, he draws a little closer. It's like, we, you know, I feel like we often feel, feel as if God's this far off God. They didn't tell us about where the person, the, the late, the woman that broke the alabaster box before his feet, they didn't, there's not many verses about where she came from, so I have to think where she came from was insignificant. So let that speak to you. Where you've come come from is insignificant to what God has for you. Mm, so if, if it was if it was important, I, I believe they would have said, "Oh, she came from this house, from this family, from this statue, from this career, from from whatever it is that defined her." Right? The world will define us by where we've come from. But the Lord says, "If you come before me, where you came from is insignificant. I just want you to break it in front of me." Yeah, and you know what I think is cool about that? We actually have, even in the live chat right now, I know some of you are listening later, um, but even in our live chat right now, we have people all the way from Missouri, people that are in Florida here with us, people from Louisiana. We have people all from all over. And you know what I think is super cool about that? I think that that paints a picture that God's people, <laughs> they're all around. We're all struggling with certain things. We all walk through certain things in life. Um, and, you know, we all have dreams. We all have ambitions. We all have a lot of things in common that maybe we don't, you know, we don't realize. I know some people are watching even from out of the country. Like we have these things in our in our box sometimes that are so similar that we don't realize, and it's nothing to do with, you know, where we came from. But it's just it's just like she was saying. It's sometimes just to do with what God's given us, the Spirit of the Lord inside of us, and the obedience we need to walk in, or whatever it is in your box. Um, and I know that we had a scripture to read. I don't know if you wanted to, to read that out um, for, for <laughs> That's <everybody>. important. <laughs> it, it was just really um, the whole part where it was now two days before Passover and the festival of unleavened bread. The leading priests and the teachers of the religious laws were looking for an opportunity to capture Jesus secretly and kill 
him, which is interesting to me because they have this scheme and this plan, but not during the Passover celebration, they agreed, or the people may riot. Meanwhile, Jesus was in Bethany at the home of Simon, a man who had previously had leprosy. While he was eating, a woman came in with a beautiful alabaster box of expensive perfume made of essence of nard. She broke open the jar and poured the perfume over his head. Some at the table were indignant. Why weigh such expensive perfume, they asked. It could have been sold for a year's wages and the money given to the poor. So they scolded her harshly. But Jesus replied, leave her alone. Why criticize her for doing such a good thing to me? You will always have the poor among you and you can help them whenever you want to. But you will not always have me. She has done what she could and it has anointed my body for burial ahead of time. I tell you the truth, wherever the good news is preached throughout the world, this woman's deed will be remembered and discussed. And I think it's kind of funny, if you go back to that, I just, I always notice this about this. They're in a, a, someone that used to be, or it was a leper, like a leper, and they're sitting here judging here, judging this lady, just for giving, you know, her best before before Jesus and just laying her oils. And I get, I get it. You know, there's the practical side. I think of like, you know, oh, well, I mean, don't get so spiritual with it, right? That's what, you know, I, that's probably what they're doing. Like, what is she doing? Like, this, she's just wasting this. And it makes sense, you know, to the human perspective of like, that's a waste. Why would you do that? And, you know, she's commended for giving everything that she has, you know, a year's wages is a lot of wages. Like, think about that. Your your income right now, just taking all that out of your out of your bank at once, and just handing it to Jesus. <laughs> like that's you know that's a lot, and that's very radical, you know, faith. Um, but she, I think, looked at that as I'm giving my best. I'm gonna give my all to him because he's worthy of that. And she had seen the the way that he had moved. She had seen the things that he had done. She had seen who he was in nature and didn't care what was around her. You know, she did that in front of a room full of people just saying, no, I don't care. I'm just going to, I don't care if it looks weird that I'm just putting oil on this man's hair. Because, you know, imagine that scene. <laughs> like, she's just like, oil, oils all over, you know, his hair. Um, that, that's a weird scene. But I thought it was, I always think it's so funny that they're in a home of a leper and they're, you know, she's getting judged for that. I'm like, listen, who are you, sir? <laughs> like, who are you to judge me on my journey? I'm on, you're on your journey. I'm on my journey. Amen. You know, you know, and I think we do that as people. We are, which again, I think that's why it's really um, intentional that God didn't talk about her before that moment. You know, people will come in your life and say, "How dare you do that? You, I know where you came from. You know, you were addicted. You were an addict." You were living in the streets. How can you come in? You know, I've always been someone that, um, you know, I when I came to know the Lord, it was in a, um, a Pentecostal church, and um, you had to be a certain way. You need to wear things. You had to be. And you know, I've always been someone that I believe we need to allow the Lord to come in and clean up people. But as people like them judging her for how could you break this? We sometimes think, how can they call themselves a Christian when they're still doing this? Well, God has a process for everybody and my process may not be the same as yours. You know, I've always been someone that the very place that, um, you know, people that have issues need to be, the house of the Lord, we're very quick to judge them and push them out because they don't look like 
what we feel like they should look like. They break things before the Lord that we feel like, how can you do that? And we're judging them instead of embracing them and real recognizing that they came and recognized that they need, they had some things in their life. She had something in her life she needed to break before the Lord and give it to him, knowing and trusting that even though she, a year's wages in this oil that he was going to, after that, he was going to somehow provide, right? Because she, whatever was invested in that, she gave it to him. She had to have got up, now what? <laughs> but she had to have a faith and a trust. I'm going to break this in obedience and, and the Lord's going to take care of the rest. And I think we, that that's so significant, even if, you know, we talked about the box representing maybe someone's calling or whatever. Say you step out in faith, whatever that area is. And then you get to that, you know, that next step. And you're, it's exactly what you said. It's now what, you know, okay, Lord, I took that step. Now, now what? Like, where, when are you going to show up, Lord? When are you going to, you know, do what you said and do what you promised? And I think um, if we get so full of the, I'd rather be full of the Holy Spirit. You know, what, what does it say in the Bible? The Lord is my shepherd. I lack nothing. You know, if we just allow, and think of a shepherd and what that does, you know, sheep's, like all the sheep going astray. Nope, nope, get back over here. Nope, nope, get back over here. Nope, nope, get back over here. And all these sheep, he's just keeping them in line. He's keeping them and taking care of them and shepherding them. And so the Lord is my shepherd. He's He's keeping me straight. He's keeping me in, in line. He's keeping me where I need to be, taking care of me. I lack nothing. And I think that just is a big picture of like, sometimes we place these desires on these things and it's not wrong to have, like we talked about, it's not wrong to have desires and goals and dreams and plans. Like the, the Bible's also clear, you know, to make a plan and make it clear, right? Um, but I think if we just do that on our own, that's where it gets dangerous. But I'd rather be so full of the Holy Spirit and so full in the fact that the Lord is my shepherd and that I lack nothing then desire this, whatever this is for you, and to just put this as the idol and this as the, the focus and this as the focal point, you know, so much so that I'm so bitter because I don't feel like the Lord's, you know, done this. But if we're so full of a spirit, we're just constantly producing that love, that joy, that peace, patience, kindness, goodness. Like if we just overflow with that and we're full of that, do we truly lack nothing? And, you know, I think it will help us recognize, I think, you know, living, a, it, it's so easy as believers to get bitter when we think this should be in our box, but this is the box that we have. You know, we look at that person's box and what they can give and what they can do and, you know, all the things that they have rather than looking what the God's, what, what God's given us in our box. And, you know, it may not be flashy. It may not be crazy and just like, wow, this is amazing at first. But when we look at, you know, the fact that the Lord is our shepherd and we don't lack anything like, like, yeah, I may not have the exact same amount of money in my bank account as that person, but I don't lack anything. I have peace and I have joy. And, you know, I have the fact that the Lord is a provider, you know, and I think that's just so important that when we recognize that he is who he says he is and we take our take, we don't compare God to our circumstance, you know. And say, like, my circumstance is this, so God must be far. My circumstance looks like this, so God must be distant from me. He must be mad at me. He must be disappointed in me. Like, God is not, does not change or waver based on our circumstances, based on what's quote-unquote in our box. God is God, and God is who He says He is, and He's been good whether my situation's good. He's been faithful either, even if my situation doesn't seem to, you know, seem like He's near. He's near. 
it says he's near to the brokenhearted and he's near to those that are going through difficulties and going through trials. He's near to us. In our weakness, he's strong. And I think it's so important that, you know, with the what's in our hands, that we take it and we lay that before him. Even our frustrations, even in our bitterness, like, Lord, you promised to show up. Where are you? Like, let him speak into that. But I think that comes down to, you know, being willing to break that before the Lord. Mm-hmm. Is there anything in your life that you are unwilling to actually lay before the Lord and give it to him? You know, I feel like there has been seasons, like maybe ministry, like we were doing ministry our way. And so we wanted to fit in this way. And, and maybe, you know, this movement was in this direction. So we're going to follow this pattern. But did we, the source, did we disconnect from the source, right? The Holy Spirit and the Lord and begin to take it in our own hands and make even our ministry an idol. God says, oh, well, you will have no other gods before him. And so we can make even, you know, anything can be an idol. Anything that you will not break before the Lord and give to him willingly, I have to have have you check it and see if it's an idol in your life. We picture idols as like American Idol or, you know, an actual, you know, there are idols like false gods and like statues. No, idol is anything that you allow to rise itself above the knowledge of who he is. So we can have a, an idol of self. We can make ourselves an idol. Like I can do it. I'm talented enough. Are you willing to lay down your talents? Are you willing to lay down your career? Mm. Are you willing to lay down what you believe or deem as security? Are you willing to lay down your family? Meaning, hey, you, you want to have it? I can say that I, I put my family in a perfect box. Like we're going to do this, this, and this. But at some point I had to break it before and recognize that I was even making, um, and even though I, I feel called to be a mom, I love being a mother. But, you know, I mentioned in a few episodes back, I can honestly say that actually being a mother, I allowed the seasons of that to get a little bit out of balance. And I was more focused on being a mom versus being a mom led by the Holy Spirit. And how is the Lord leading me to mother or parent or be a spouse? Um, and so I feel like, you know, what is that? Anybody that's watching live, you know, put something in there that you feel like is in your box that you feel like the Lord's really calling you to break before him. Think of it is no matter what it is, no matter how precious it is. I mean, I'm just thinking while she was walking up to Jesus with this box, it was a pretty box. I'm, I'm thinking like Tiffany diamond box, like it's sparkly. It's pretty and while she's walking up. I'm sure she had doubts. Like, is this really what I'm supposed to be doing? Should I? I've been saving up for a year. My family is invested in this. I've invested in my education. And so when I get done with school, this is the career path. But then you're coming to the end of it and recognizing, "Uh uh-oh, I don't know if that's my career path. Are you willing to give that up if the Lord calls you to that? Now, I believe career is important and I believe education is important. Um, but I feel like sometimes it's equipping us for something that we don't even plan on. Um, someone put in their marriage. I've been in that season too, but you gotta break it before the Lord because we can't hold it. There's not enough self-help books, right? I think those are all good tools and resources. I'm a believer in that they're, they're counseling and therapy. I'm a believer in that, but not over God being greater in it. 
You take those tools, but you still have to bring it back to the word of God and allow the Lord to speak. Sometimes we hold things because honestly, breaking it puts us in a vulnerable spot. She didn't just come up to him and go, (laughs) throw it. She got down on her knees in front of him, vulnerable, low at his feet. Mm -hmm. She came to his feet, dirty. Like you equate that to the ground. She broke it before him vulnerable sometimes we don't want to be vulnerable sometimes we don't want to be vulnerable before the lord but you can trust him with your vulnerability you can trust him with your fears maybe in your box of your fears you're trying to hold them in and not let know but i think it's important to address it and call it out for what it is because god's not given us fear right so i think calling those things out whatever it is in your box saying it even if it's repeatedly, a couple weeks ago in service, we were talking, someone came and we're speaking about having a gratitude jar, like something you're thankful for. You know what? Maybe you need to daily break your box before the Lord and call it out, whatever it is that you're holding. Maybe it's your anxiety because it becomes your crutch, right? I'm not saying that negatively. I'm just like, you're so used to it, Mm. like you don't want to let go of it. No, God, I know that you have given me the ability to have peace and not have be anxious for anything. Your word says not to be anxious about anything, but in prayer and supplication. So I'm not going to be anxious. I feel it, but I'm going to keep speaking it until my emotions and my actions line up with what your word says I have, which is peace. Hmm. That's so good. I mean, it's important that You know, you said something super key, like if we, are we willing to lay down anything that he asks us to lay down? And I think so often, you know, we think, we look at those things in our life and we're like, and it doesn't mean lay it down as in give up. And what I mean by lay lay it down is, is give it to the Lord. It's not give it up. It's not throw in the towel. It's, it's give it to God and allow him to walk you through that journey and that process and that the next steps. Um, but so often we look at, you know, the Christian life, if we're not careful as like, it's just so many giving, I just have to give up everything. You know, I was in a season, I was, I was like, honestly bitter asking the Lord, like, Lord, I know I'm supposed to die to myself daily, but where's the line of like this death? Like, I feel like I'm dying, dying. Like this isn't okay. And, um, you know, that's, that's kind of, you know, just when he, he spoke directly to me, like. You know, you've created so many plans and not bad plans. Like they're not even, you know, nobody in the right mind if they heard the plans that I was talking about and thinking about and dwelling on. Um, no one would have thought that they're even wrong to dream, you know, at all. You know, but I was just so bitter. Like, Lord, this is, you know, this is what I want and this is where I'm at and this is what I, you know, desire. There's nothing wrong with this, Lord. Like, Lord, just take me out of this season that I'm in. And he so clearly just spoke. When is the last time you asked me what my plans for for you are? When is the last time you asked me my dreams for you? When is the last time you asked me to walk you to those next steps and walk me through where you're supposed to go? When is that last time? And if we're not vulnerable, like you were saying before the Lord, if we aren't vulnerable before Him, we don't have the ability. We don't know our next step. Do you know what I'm saying? Like we don't know our next step. You know, uh, we just talked about it recently in our leadership meeting, but the word of God says, it says, your word is a lamp into my feet and a light into my path. Yeah, that's good. 
And, you know, if that's the case, like, why are we not, you know, reading his word? Why are we not, you know, getting his direction? You know, I, I'm, I'm just a firm believer. It's not, yes, it's a, it's prayer. I believe in it. There's power in prayer. Don't stop praying, but partner that with reading his word. Yes. You know, you wonder where God is and why he's not speaking in your situation. But have you read his word? Have you read where he's spoken? And I think if if we're not careful, we need to get we need to get more in his word because that's where we get life. You know, his word is alive and it's active and it's living. And what that means is, you know, he speaks directly to where I'm at through his word. What and I want to let you close in prayer, but I just want to say one thing Dimasani put on there. Uh, you can't grow to your full potential if you're not vulnerable to God. Bring him your open box. So let's just talk about that. Our open box is making room for the Lord to fill it. Sometimes we have our box so much full, so full of stuff that really we shouldn't be containing in something that's so precious, right? So it's about emptying it out so that God can fill it. It's good. Imagine that. Imagine just a jam-packed box you're like okay i'm just like gonna a suitcase this, this this yeah exactly <laughs> exactly you're trying to shove it oh in there and We're you're like okay I need, to, I need to zip it and and it's like okay now god here's my here's my box here's my box oh well where did you want me to fill this <laughs> like i'm pretty sure that'd be his first question okay so what did you want me to do with this what did what did you need with this box and of course he's God and he, he can, you know, work us, walk us through, you know, okay, you need to remove this. <laughs> you need to remove that. You need to move this around. You need to take that out. You need to take this out. This isn't important to take, you know, think about that. Um, and your life is a journey. And that was so applicable. A suitcase. That was really good. Um, it seems like when you go on a trip, everything's in the nice <laughs> and neat. But when you come back and you're trying to come back, like, like you're sitting on it, you're bouncing on it. You're uh, getting it. Don't do that. <laughs> Come with an empty box before yeah. the Lord so that he can fill it That's with so that. Good. That's so good. Yeah, go us out in some prayer. Um, dear Lord, I just thank you um, today, just yes, God, for Jesus. speaking, Lord. Thank you for your word, God, that's alive, it's active, it transforms us, God. Lord, I just pray for minds uh, today, God. I pray that um, as people listen to this, God, that even as they go throughout their day, God, that you would transform them by the renewing of their minds, God. God, that their minds that may be made up, God, their minds that may be just determined on a certain thing, God, I just pray that um, they would come open with their box, God, in hand. God, they would just come open before you and just asking you to transform their thinking, transform their thought process, transform um, their lives, God, and just even God, fill their open box, God. God, and if there's things in their boxes, God, and in their lives that maybe you want to remove and you want to take out and you want to um, shift around, God, I just pray that you would just have your way. Lord, and I pray that you would so evidently, God, show up in each and every one of their lives, God, that God, that as they walk in this journey of obedience and just walking in trust and in faith in you, Lord, I pray that you would so evidently show them you're there with them. God, that as you fill their box, God, that they would see more peace. They'd see more joy. God, someone I just believe has been praying for joy. God, and I just pray joy unspeakable, full of glory in their lives, God, that as they walk and they trust you, God, God, that you would fill their lives with so much joy that they have they have exuding amount of joy, God, and that people will even see the life change and the, yes. the transformation in them, God, as they carry genuine joy from you. Lord, I just 
just thank you that there's no one else that can provide that just like you can God there's nothing else in our lives that can give us genuine joy like you and Lord you're not even far you're close God when we it says whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord will be saved and Lord we also believe that to be salvation God but we also even believe that to just be in our circumstances as we call on your name you're there to save us you're mighty to save us from where we are God and from maybe the destruction we try to head to and Lord we just bless your name and we thank you for who you are we thank you that you're faithful to shepherd us to keep us in line to walk with us to guide us and lead our steps God we thank you for your word that lights our path up and God we ask that you just continually light our paths today and um forevermore Lord and we just love you we worship you and pray many blessings over each and every listener today in Jesus name amen Amen. Thank Be you blessed. guys so much for joining with us. Um, if you did enjoy this podcast, I do just have to shout something out. Boss Ladies Small Group. Um, we have a girls' small group. Sorry, guys. I know you guys probably like this small uh, this group podcast today, too. Um, but we have a small group um, that some of you actually are listening and you're part of it. Um, but we wanted to invite you to it. If you're interested in being a part of that, just send Game Changer by IPD Agency. Is it by IPD Agency an email? Uh Game Changer by like Game Changer at IPDAgency.com and email. Once again, they're putting in the comments, I think, for us. Um, but that is a email you can email if you want to be a part of it. Be blessed. Blessings. <laughs>